So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome or visit us online at nivwofrome.com. Want to know what's going on at the D? Hit up disruptionnetwork.net and check out our events calendar brought to you by the Events Co. Find out about upcoming guests, special events, concerts, show schedules, community activities, and more. Get connected at disruptionnetwork.net. Ribbon cutting we've seen in quite a while. 
Uh, we are going to do an official Greater Utica Chamber ribbon cutting with them, but this was their official opening where they opened the doors to um, a, an invited group of people to really just check out what the progress is. They did do a soft opening uh, later the next, was it that weekend? Or I think it was the following week. Um, the weekend of the Irish Festival, mm -hmm. they did a little soft opening. So if you haven't checked it out, it's a beautiful building. Here's another picture of uh, the cornerstone there. That cornerstone's from the um, St. Patrick's Church that was on the corner there. So it's a really sacred uh, ground to the Irish community here. We did tease that there were a lot of Italians there. <laughs> <laughs> An Italian priest blessed the building, but that's how we do it here in Utica. So. Um, it was a lot of fun, so if you haven't checked that out, beautiful building, please make sure you go down and see that. Um, we had a couple other ribbon cuttings, so we also did the groundbreaking for um, the Utica District Telephone Company, and let me pull that up. So many pictures today. Let's see here. I know I got it here somewhere. Might be this picture here. Hopefully. Let's see. Alright, well I'm having a hard time getting the picture up, but... We did it. Uh, the one of the Utica District Telephone Ribbon Cutting, I don't know why I can't get that one. Mm, I don't think so. Okay, that's all right. But uh, we did a groundbreaking for the Utica District uh, Telephone Employees Federal Credit Union, which is a beautiful place. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of an expansion in South Utica on Genesee Street. We also did our first ever uh, certificate presentation for a retirement for Dr. Glenn Reeves of Reeves Dental. He's a great guy, happens to be my dentist. Uh, his son, Justin, is going to be taking over, so that was a lot of fun. And then, last but not least, I will show you my bounty of blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> this actually was not local, I'm sad to say. Um, this was in Cooperstown, and if you guys have never uh, picked blueberries, it's a lot of fun. They do do it locally at North Star Orchards, which is a great member of ours. Um, but I did this with my aunt and my mom. My aunt used to live out that way, which is why this is her tradition. Um, but it was at Ingalls Farm in Cooperstown, a longtime family farm, and they're actually organic blueberries. So I picked nine pounds, believe it or not, of blueberries. It took me quite a long time. Um, but it was a lot of fun and just some cool things to do. Again, we always like to talk about cool things to do in and around Utica on the show. Uh, so definitely something that you can do at really Candela's, um, you can do it at North Star, all the UPEC farms, strawberries, blueberries, it's, it's really a lot of fun to get out and get some fresh air and, and get some fruit. So um, I did forget one, which was a ton of fun. I had not been to this event since I was a tour guide at the brewery, and I think I missed this picture too. I don't know, Z, I might be missing a page here. Pick two. Nope, that's Pam. <laughs> Sorry, Pam, we're blowing up your spot right here. Did I miss it? I know. Nope, that's Pam. All right, well, I was going to show you guys uh, a picture, which is probably better to not show you, because I think I was a couple beers at this point. Um, but I did uh, attend the Utica Zoo Brewfest, which was a ton of fun. If you guys haven't checked that out in a while, it's actually the zoo's biggest fundraiser, I believe. Um, they do wine in the wilderness in the spring, and then they do brew at the zoo in August. So that was a ton of fun, a lot of great beers. Andrea and her staff do a great job at all their events. So make sure you check that out next year. It was about 3,000 people, tons of tents. It's undercover, so really rain or shine. And you get to check out the Utica Zoo and all the animals. So it was a lot of fun. Um, so sorry I, I can't find the picture to show you guys, but I'll spare you anyway. All right, so now let's get into introducing our guest, who, again, I'm really excited about today. Um, so this is Pamela Mufti, and Pam is the director, development director at the American Heart Association. As I mentioned, she's a chamber board member, former chair, and founding member of our Catalyst Young Professionals group. And then a couple facts about her. If you saw our preview emails, you know she has an unhealthy <laughs> obsession with other people's health. Um, she's putting the Heart Association's programs to work for herself to improve her own health, which I think is awesome. Uh, and then she also likes supernatural dramas on Netflix and likes to binge watch them. So we might have to get into that, Pam, and find out what we're missing here because it's this a, could it's be a guilty pleasure. I have to say, yeah, this could be fun. So welcome, uh, Pam, to Thank the show. You. Thank you. Again, um, Pam and I have known each other for quite a long time. Yeah. I mean, really back from when I first started, came back from Utica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So um, we've really had a lot of different positions and committees that we've shared together. Yep. Um, so I just think it's awesome to have Pam here in her new role. How long have you been a uh, part of Slate? Uh, since February. Okay. Uh, February 18th. I started two weeks before the part one and launch. So I, <laughs> I literally hit the ground running. Trial by fire. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, and I know um, you have a, a lot of different jobs that you've had. You've worked for a lot of great nonprofits, yeah, including absolutely. the Chamber. Mm -hmm. So tell us kind of your history and how you've ended up here at the Heart Association. Go back yeah. from the beginning and, and tell us just a little bit about where you come from. All right, well, I don't want to date myself, <laughs> um, but I, uh, you know, originally born and raised here in the area, um, born at St. Luke's Hospital, now the MDHS Health, MDHS, um, and, you know, from there I went to New Hartford School, graduated from New Hartford, and I had no idea what I wanted to do, and my father's totally going to kill me for admitting <laughs> this, but, you know, we went in, and I was super young, and I I knew I liked art, and I spent a lot of time in the art room, mm -hmm. and, you know, I went into the counselor at MD, and she's like, so, what do you like to do? And I was like, well, I like to chop. <laughs> like, that's really, I like to chop. At so, least you're being honest, Yeah, right? and she was like, no, like, academically, like, what interests you? And I was like, oh, oh, just You mean kidding. I can't get paid yeah, to chop? Yeah, I knew that. I mean, in a perfect world, I get paid to chop. Yeah. yeah, my husband, so. Um, but no, we, uh, you know, we got talking, and, and um, I ended up, jumping into graphic design at that point mm -hmm. because I I didn't really know what else to do and you know at the time MD didn't have a really um, in-depth fine arts program mm -hmm. so I went on the graphic design edge and I loved it and so I went through MD. MD has sort of a um, again back in 2001 when I graduated <laughs> MD they had sort of a partnership program with Student Romeo out near Buffalo okay. so I transitioned to that program uh, ended up getting my bachelor's of fine arts Visual Arts and New Media, mm -hmm. and at that point in time, 2004, I graduated from Fredonia, and you know, the internet was getting big, the whole idea of video was getting mm -hmm. big, and it was sort of, we were on that cusp of changing into this digital age, mm -hmm. so I came back to Utica, which, you know, I, I love Utica so much, it, at the time, um, it, and it still is very competitive for, mm -hmm. for graphic design and creative jobs, and so I was fortunate enough to start out at the Clinton Courier newspaper with oh, nice. Chuck yeah. and Cynthia Kirshner at the time, and yep. they gave me my first job out of college, and mm -hmm. it was great. Um, and from there, um, I was very fortunate to be recruited by McCree Savages. Oh, right. That's actually yeah. where we did That is meet. where we yeah. met. Yeah, right. I was the, um, I think my official title was Fine Girl <laughs> at the time, so <laughs> I made... AKA the yeah. person that us furry people <laughs> right. drove nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? No, it was awesome. And, you know, I did a lot of graphic design for various promotions throughout the community, um, helping promote the different brands um, that McFace distributes. And I learned a lot there. You know, I learned a lot about what it meant to run a large business. I learned a lot about what it meant to hit deadlines mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and have, you know, clients, a.k.a. the sales team, knocking at my door, wanting their stuff <laughs> to hang in the store. So, a.k.a. Damon Paul. Yeah, Damon. <laughs> are we naming names? I didn't know, Damon, if we were naming names. Yeah, yeah we'll right. throw you under the bus, team, and he doesn't watch podcasts that, anymore. No, we're going to tag him in it, though, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, isn't he not even on Facebook? <laughs> we know. can tag Sarah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, and, and it was a lot of fun, and, you know, but I realized that there was only so far I could go there, and mm -hmm. the is a wonderful company, um, but at the time, I, I wasn't interested in sales. I wanted to be in the art industry, and I wanted mm -hmm. to be in the creative industry, and so that's when... You know, I, I put my feelers out there, and I found my way um, over to the Art and Ivy Lewis chapter mm -hmm. back when Angela Gander was the executive director, and Andy Schrander was my boss as the director of development, mm -hmm. and I was the PR coordinator. And at the time, I had zero PR experience, mm -hmm. and you know, but I knew all the creative side of it, mm -hmm. so I could learn um, the, the PR side of it. Mm -hmm. And that's where I stayed for a few years. I think I was there for probably about three years. Under Angel's leadership and, and guidance, I I really evolved mm -hmm. as a young professional. You know, they are the ones that pushed me to get involved with the chamber. Mm -hmm. They are the ones um, that helped me get into leadership in Hot Daily. Um, mm -hmm. That's Gail McCallop, who still works at the VR, um, was one of the people that introduced me to leadership in Hot 
those programs, mm -hmm. and I was able to go through that in 2010. Mm -hmm. um, and I am still the class representative for that. Oh, so nice. Hi, Dan. <laughs> How are you? Hi, Ellen. Here. Um, yeah, and so, it, and that's been a great journey. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, it it helped me sort of get that that professional leverage and learn mm -hmm. what it meant to be a functioning professional in the mental health yeah. And by functioning, I mean an involved professional, somebody that's really not only committed to their company, but also to the community. Mm -hmm. so getting involved with different organizations and, and different events mm -hmm. and volunteering and, you know, the whole thing to do that, that they did that. And yeah. Um, and we're going to come back to that. Yeah. Yeah. We, I definitely want to come back to that. But yeah. Yeah, finish telling us about yeah, where sure. you went from there. And we'll I, um, I left the arts uh, when Angela transitioned to take an opportunity, actually, with my family's business, mm -hmm. uh, with my father's company, Community uh, Communications. And, um, I still work for them in, in part as mm -hmm. kind of a freelance gig, but um, you know, if any of you have ever worked with your family, it yeah. can be challenging, <laughs> especially when you're young. And no, Dad. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, that whole dynamic is, is really off. And so, you know, I, I was young, and again, I was still getting my feet under me as far as my professional career. I didn't really know what I wanted, and, you know, Dad's business fortunately was really taking off, but it just wasn't the right timing, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so let's see where I end up from there. Oh, and then I ended up at Cadby, yeah. the Central Association for the Blind, and I, you know, entered Cadby in 2011 as uh, you know their outreach and development coordinator, mm -hmm. and I stayed there for I think two and a half years before I went to work for the chamber yep. for like a year. Mm -hmm. I, I call it my little mini sabbatical <laughs> from Cadby, and you know all my friends there um, agree that you know I. I you never know until you try. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's one of those things that I had an opportunity and, you know, us young professionals, we're always looking to grow. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, one of my biggest hurdles, I think, throughout my career is on my resume sort of appearing to be this, this job hopper. Mm -hmm. And so it's important that I think both employers and young professionals understand that just because you switch jobs every couple of years doesn't make you a job hopper. Mm -hmm. It's should show that you're trying to improve yourself sure. and yep. work on yourself professionally. Yep. So um, I had to try my hand at the chamber yeah. because how else would I know? And unless you try, you don't know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes some young professionals can have is they're too scared to try. Yeah, you have scared to take, to take that thing. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I've had some bumps in the road, which I'll get to. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's all worked out. Yeah. And so um, I spent a year at the chamber. And it was great. Mm -hmm. And then, surprise, you're pregnant. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and so I ended up getting pregnant. And I realized very quickly that, you know, Megan knows firsthand, the mm -hmm. teacher has super long hours. Yeah. And I just wasn't going to be able to sustain that mm -hmm. um, with a young family and a newborn at home. I don't know how Megan's doing it. <laughs> let me just say that. Um, I That's why I call her yeah, my hair. <laughs> I was say, like, I just knew I wasn't going to be able to do it. And so I... Um, was very fortunate in that I was able to return to Cabby at this time in a managerial position. Mm -hmm. They had taken the steps to um, separate the development department from the public relations side of it. Mm -hmm. um, so I worked really well with Janet, who's the director mm -hmm. of development over there, um, Kathy Weaver, who's still the vice president of the association over there, and Rudy Nico, who's recently retiring. Yeah. Congratulations, Rudy. <laughs> um, but they all gave me this really awesome opportunity to be able to um, try my hand at management. I mm -hmm. never managed a staff prior to that. Mm -hmm. This was a new department, so I had a couple challenges that were ahead of me, and you know, I loved it. Mm -hmm. and, but I also knew that I didn't know what I didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, that's a catchphrase that you know, people love. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So, and I finally, that caught up to me, and I'm like, you know, I need to do something about this. And, mm -hmm. and how can I expand that knowledge? And so um, that sparked me to get my master's. Mm -hmm. So I went back to school for my master's. Mm -hmm. I graduated from Newhouse at the University of Michigan. major uh, accomplishment. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> yeah. And I did it all online, remotely from home. Mm -hmm. And I graduated with my master's in mass communications with a specialization in public relations in 18 months. That's awesome. Um, I owe it to my family. Like, they helped so much with my daughter and my husband. Put her to bed every night that I had class. Like, mm -hmm. it wasn't just me. I, it was a team effort, mm -hmm. you know. And mm -hmm. Having that support system, I think, is another key factor mm -hmm. to you growing as a professional and as yeah. a person um, in, in your life. And so, and you continued to volunteer I for did. the chamber I throughout did. all this, too. I did. I did. I, you know, I yeah. was doing Catalyst, and I was involved with the board, and, mm -hmm. 
you know, I was also a part of you with the Rotary Club and getting involved there, and I was on that board of directors, and so I've had this long history, you know, while all this is going on transitionally with my professional life, I've also had this personal passion to volunteer mm -hmm. and, and give of my time, and so, you know, as young professionals, we can't always give of our finances, yep. so it's important that we are able to give of our time. Absolutely. You know, actually, not to digress or get off topic, but it was an interesting um, fact in New York State, the value of one volunteer hour is over $30 hour. I'm sure. So I'm it's sure. amazing yeah. to yeah. be able to equate that. And mm -hmm. In fact, we need to do that with Catalyst. We would equate yeah. the dollar amount to show how much we're actually giving back mm -hmm. to the community, even though we can't necessarily do it financially. Mm -hmm. We are giving the value of our time, this which, time. Is, which is really key, and we're so thankful for all the volunteers mm -hmm. that help us. Um, I, as I said, I digress. But, yeah, yeah, um, that's important. So we, uh, after I got my master's, I went, oh my God, there's this really cool digital world out there. Yeah, like, oh yeah. Public relations is going digital. Like mm -hmm. social media is so cool and sexy and everybody loves it. And there's, you know, all this stuff with how multimedia press releases are going mm -hmm. out and people are seeing video and everything. Oh yeah, and everything. You know, my four-year-old can use YouTube better than I can. <laughs> and, you know, there's this whole, like, world happening. People can so, have podcasts. Right. I mean, there's podcasts. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where I was like, I want to be involved in this. I want to dig in. I want to mm -hmm. get in. And so um, I was really fortunate, again, to have the opportunity at that point to transition my career. And I went to work at Touch and Young. Mm -hmm. Hi, guys. Miss Tina, Yeah. Yeah. Danny, all the people over there. Love you guys. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I had a great experience there. I was there for eight months. And everybody goes, oh my God, you only there for eight months. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it just wasn't for me. You know, yeah. I, I tried it. And yeah, you I, have I to try it. Again, yeah. I had to try it to see what it would be like. And, you know, Mike was really great about it. He and I had a great conversation. And I was just like, Mike, I'm I'm trying here, man. But, like, I just can't get into yeah. it. Like, I'm sorry, you know. Well, and you know, it's good to recognize when something Yeah, happens. for sure. And that I think takes we a both, lot of character, I think too. we both mutually recognize that. And it was really awesome of him and the team over there to be able to, like, work with me on that mm -hmm. and, you know, allow me to grow. And so, um, that, you know, that was back in, I think, August of, of last yeah, year, 2018. Yeah, and um, then I was sort of unemployed for five months. <laughs> and, uh, but I was okay with that. Yeah. My husband, not so much okay <laughs> with that. But, you Your know, shopping habit, yeah, not, <laughs> not okay. So, but it worked out. And, um, you know, I formalized some of my family I created a little, um, you know, freelance company that, you know, I still have two clients they work with mm -hmm. on the side, and, you know, it sustained us for a little while while I truly figured out, mm -hmm. like, honestly, what the hell do I want to do next? Like, yeah. where am I going? Yeah. You know, and so it's, it's tough to take a step back. Mm -hmm. You know, you, have a, you own a home, you have a car, you have bills, mm -hmm. you have student loans, you have a child, mm -hmm. you have, that you have to keep alive. Yeah. Like, there's, like, you know, there's, like... <laughs> All this stuff that that goes into making a decision like mm -hmm. that, and it was tough. But mm -hmm. again, I was fortunate that I had that support system. Mm -hmm. My friends, my family, my sister—you know, my—I I can't thank all of them enough, and, and my husband and his family for helping us mm -hmm. through that time. And you know, I ran into Sarah Stevens, who's my coworker, and yep. Steve McMurray, actually, who's another one of our board, board members. members yep. and they were like, "Hey, there's this job at Target with you, and you'd be really great at it." sure and so you know I met with Sarah and you know I think we'll get into this a little bit more mm -hmm. but I was hesitant because the heart association in and of itself has had a lot of turnover oh yeah yep. so yep. it's interesting that I got that perspective mm -hmm. so I'm on the end of going you know I'm a young professional that's had some turnover in my career mm -hmm. and what does that look like mm -hmm. and now I'm on the other end going well I may be applying to this company that's had turnover yeah like, I have so to now what? Right. Yeah. So now what? Now I have to be the one that's looking at this objectively. Mm -hmm. You know, what happened and why did it happen? And, mm -hmm. you know, have those conversations. And I did. And, you know, Sarah was really great and she was transparent and she totally told me, you know, everything that had happened. And, you know, the Heart Association, I feel, has made a really great comeback in mm -hmm. a very short amount of time. Um, attributed to us having a full development staff now mm -hmm. with myself, Sarah Stevens, and Sarah Miller. She started one week after me. Yeah. So we both started at like the same exact time, and we've literally all just been pumping the positivity into this organization. That's and great. You know, the amount of opportunity that's available there for growth mm -hmm. because of the size of the organization mm -hmm. and it being having a national footprint. Yeah, national footprint. Um, and 
project, it has a global footprint. So yeah. there was literally on a call like a few weeks ago with our Middle Eastern team. Wow, that's they awesome. boots on the ground over in Dubai and North Africa and yeah. the Middle East and pushing for um, better cardiovascular care and awareness mm-hmm. in that part of the world. So it's really neat that you're able to have this growth with an organization. Besides what's happening on a global footprint, the Heart Association is doing really awesome things here mm-hmm. locally in Utica, mm-hmm. and I know we'll get into that. Yeah, I know I'm we're going to get into that. About it as well. well, and you guys, I mean, if, if you guys don't know who the Heart Association is, you will by the time we're yes. done with the podcast. Yeah. But at least um, as much as I know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is a good amount. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And you know, we always talk about organizations within our community that we know maybe one thing about, like with the American Heart Association, you probably know it for the greatest America's greatest yeah, heart absolutely. run and walk. Pam's going to tell us about another event they have coming up, but I think the most important thing is to understand that you might see, you know, things on the surface with organizations, right. but these organizations are really working hard for our community Absolutely. all year round to bring resources, bring research, uh, to help the issues that face our community the most. Yeah. So uh, I know we're going to get more into that, and I know Pam and I talked a little bit about, too, your current position and how you feel like you found a great spot. And so while she talked about yeah. the job hopping thing, I think that it's important to kind of find your way and what you're passionate about. And yeah. it sounds like you found a really great fit there. Yeah, um, it's it's, um, it's pretty amazing. I actually um, described it to a person that I met with yesterday as like my aha moment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you think about these aha moments and that, um, that old saying, like if, if, yeah. you, if you do what you love every day, you never work a day in your life. I thought they really cool crap because I'm like, I've always loved my job and worked for really great people, but yeah. I never really had this personal, like, heartfelt connection to mm-hmm. what I was doing, and mm-hmm. I was looking for that. I really mm-hmm. wanted that, and, you know, being at heart, I've had my own journey with my health mm-hmm. over the past several years, and it's allowed me to have that deep connection mm-hmm. with, with what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to pull up, um, I have a couple pictures here, too, because I know that um, we also talked, like, when you talked about that aha moment, we yeah. talked about kind of culture and young professionals. Yeah. This is one of our original Catalyst oh God. pictures <laughs> here, too. And I just think that that's, I mean, this was, like, our epitome of young professionals back that, in the day. Yeah, that's I think most people in it. here haven't really aged, so, I no, mean, kudos I to mean, these guys. pretty much look pretty similar. <laughs> I, think they, I think everybody does look pretty similar. Um, I do want to get into, because we did talk about this, and this does pertain to your job, um, yep. the healthy lifestyle piece, yes. because I think that this is, it's you huge. know, it's, <laughs> it's a huge part of what you do at the yes. Heart Association, but I think it's a huge part of you, too. Um, so I just wanted to bring up this picture, and I know we kind of showed it before. <laughs> we had a mini preview yeah, of it. Yeah, mini preview yeah. of it. So this is Pam's before and after picture. So Pam, so far, tell us a yeah. little bit about this, and... So how you're putting the, the really the programs that you're working on to work. The, this picture really just came to light um, last week. That's our beautiful bathroom in yeah. the Heart Association building that I'm taking an awesome selfie in, <laughs> you know. Um, but the before picture was from a concert that I went to um, last late, late last fall. It was the uh, Paul McCartney concert at, at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. It was an awesome concert. There. Yeah. So clearly I had a great time. I have a Bloody Mary in my hand. Um, <laughs> kind of jealous of that Bloody yeah, Mary right now. <laughs> you know, uh, it, seeing this picture after the fact, it really kind of hit home just how unhealthy I had gotten. And the way that I had gotten there was not because necessarily I was eating horrible things or I was lazy or, you know, any of those things. Clearly I keep myself busy. Yeah, yeah. So, um... You know what? And happened. really quick for those yes, of you who, yes. who might be listening to the podcast or listen later. Yeah. On the screen, there's a visual, but just to read you, that's down 18 pounds and yep. 10 inches in 14 weeks, which yes. is a huge accomplishment. So yes. I just wanted to call it out for people who might just be listening yes. too. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So <laughs> no, yeah, you're fine. Thank you. So prior to working at the Heart Association, I had struggled with my weight my entire life, and mm-hmm. so um, as women. Again, not to get too crazy here because mm-hmm. I know these topics can be sensitive, but we're yeah. sort of predisposed to what we're supposed to look like sure. and how we're supposed to feel. And, and for me, it was just about feeling good. Mm-hmm. And since having Cameron, it was about keeping up with Cameron, my yeah. daughter. And oh, so we have a picture of Cameron, too. Oh, God. I, we <laughs> got to show a picture of <laughs> the little diva is. here. There she is. <laughs> uh, she's a trip, and if you know us and our family, she's busy all the time. Yeah. Um, so we... Uh, 
you know, she's, I, I want to be able to keep up with her and, mm -hmm. and maintain that, that energy level that most toddlers and, and four-year-olds have, and I just couldn't do it. And so when I got pregnant, um, the doctors had told me that my blood pressure had gotten worse. Mm -hmm. So I was diagnosed with high blood pressure, hypertension back in the early 2000s when I was in college. Mm -hmm. It is hereditary. My grandfather has some of it, and my um, maternal grandparents also have high blood pressure. And so I knew that I was going to be predisposed to it pretty early in life, but I mm -hmm. didn't really understand the risk factors of that mm -hmm. or how much it could affect my life. And mm -hmm. so later on, uh, when I got pregnant, it got really bad. Mm -hmm. So I had always been medicated for blood pressure, and um, for those of you that don't know out there, when you do get pregnant, mm -hmm. your medication sometimes has to change mm -hmm. because you can't be on certain medications um, during during that period. Mm -hmm. And so, with that change, the blood pressure got worse. Mm -hmm. And so, I had by the end of my pregnancy, my body hated being pregnant. Mm -hmm. I had gained sixty-five pounds wow. during my pregnancy. Mm -hmm. I was well over two hundred and twenty pounds by wow. the time I delivered. Or I should say, by the time my emergency C-section came yeah. around, and uh, we have we have that in common. <laughs> yeah, crazy thing. Um, it, it it was just really crazy, and so that all happened really really fast. And mm -hmm. I did end up giving birth, and Cameron was healthy. She was in distress because of my blood pressure, mm -hmm. and because of my lack of activity, which was a direct result of how big I had gotten yeah. and how much water and fluid I had, mm -hmm. had you know, um, put on. Yeah, retained. Yeah, retained. Thank you. Um, the cord had actually made clear onto that. Cool. So every time um, the person would kick in for my induction, she was literally being strangled. Cool. So when they took her out, she was blue mm -hmm. and my blood pressure was so high. Cool. At that point in time, I was on cancer seizure medication. Wow. They put me on immediately after they got her out. Mm -hmm. So um, I thought everything was good. We went mm -hmm. home, and 24 to 48 hours later, I was sitting on the couch, and I lost all my all my peripheral vision. I went flat. I could mm -hmm. see what was in front of me. Mm -hmm. I could not see anything on either side. And so um, I called my mom. That's why I think there's a problem. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what's going on, but I might have to call the doctor down, called the doctor, excuse me, my mother-in-law came and got me, took me over to the doctor's office, yeah. at which point, the minute they took my blood pressure, they sent me back to L&D mm -hmm. um, on labor and delivery to uh, be cared for. And I was, at that point, I was hooked up to anti-seizure, and they were taking anti-stroke measures. Yeah. Um, I had been padding all around in the bed, I was hooked up to a 17 yeah. and it's there really I laid for 72 hours. Well, and a lot of people don't realize that. I mean, people talk about preeclampsia a lot yeah. during pregnancy, but you're actually I one of two after. of my friends yep. that this has happened to. So it's really yep. a big, and something we talk about with March Dimes a lot, too. If you yeah. guys follow me on other things, you might know yeah. that I had a premature son, but a lot of with March Dimes, too, we talk about preeclampsia and yeah. the after effect. And, and plus, you were already predisposed to it. Yeah. So that's really yeah. a scary, scary yeah. time for you. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, I, I get through all this, mm -hmm. and I get through it, I get on the right medications, I'm working in my doctor's office, and then there I stayed. Mm -hmm. I had lost the um, initial 10 pounds. Yeah, like the water. Yeah. Basically, from Cameron coming out of me, I yeah. lost her weight. That yeah. was it. And, you know, everything else stayed. Mm -hmm. And for the past four years, I've been battling getting that weight off. Mm -hmm. Unbeknownst to me, I ended up with... Um, what's called metabolic syndrome. Mm -hmm. And so during that time of that weight gain, my metabolism had dropped so much mm -hmm. that I was down to um, a measurement of 983. Mm -hmm. For somebody of my age and height and weight at the time, my metabolism, my metabolic rate should have been 2175. Whoa. And so, so I was down to 983. Yeah. So at that point in time, I would have had to eat in less than 900, 800 calories a day in order to lose any weight. And yeah. it's, that's not sustainable. That's not, no, it's not healthy. healthy. It's yeah. not healthy. Um, so thereafter, I worked with um, trainers, and I went to a specialist. I went to the Elmira specialist. I went mm -hmm. to Syracuse. I went everywhere mm -hmm. um, to try to get the help. And some things worked, and then the weight would come right back on. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until 
um, I started with the Heart Association that I figured out there could be another way. Mm -hmm. And so we have really amazing benefits through the Heart Association um, as an employer. Mm -hmm. And one of those would be a really great health insurance. Mm -hmm. so it allowed me to actually pursue the idea and gain information via my, my doctor's recommendation mm -hmm. of having a possible speed gastrectomy and mm -hmm. bariatric surgery. Mm -hmm. So it was something that I was really considering. And in fact, I'm actually scheduled to have the surgery in mm -hmm. November, mm -hmm. in late November. Um, and at the same time that this was happening with the idea of having bariatric surgery, the, my insurance had just kicked in mm -hmm. and I was able to join this program called Naturally Slim. And it's mm -hmm. a program that through our um, insurance, mm -hmm. our insurance pays for it. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. Give it a shot. Well, right. yeah. I mean, I've tried everything else, mm -hmm. so let's let's just yeah. one more bucket well, in the barrel. And it's know? one of your programs too. It that is. You're talking about. Yeah, so it, yeah, it is. And so um, any employer can sign up for it for their employees, mm -hmm. and you can go right to the website. Um, but it's the only thing that's worked for me. That's and great. Since starting that program 14 weeks ago, mm -hmm. um, officially today I'm actually down 19 pounds. Wow. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's uh, 19 pounds and. and inches overall yeah, and it's great. been a huge struggle and it's actually brought me to the point that I now may not have to have surgery. Yeah, I was um, going to say, you look great. Yeah, yeah. I may not have to have surgery in November, which is a huge win mm -hmm. um, for me and for my family who mm -hmm. are you know, terrified about it and sure. I don't blame them. Yeah. I get it. And so, but for me, you know, everybody's like, oh, why would you do that? You just want to get skinny. I'm like, no, you want to be healthy. Yeah. yeah, it has nothing to do with that. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's all about my health and, and being able to be there for the that need me to be there at the end of the day. Sure. And you and I talked briefly, too, about, like, different habits. And if you guys watched the, well, really it was the second episode of my first yeah. guest, uh, John Bartholomew from Mount Valley Wellness. Yeah. Uh, we touched on this a little bit with John, too, about how it's not really just what you put in your mouth and yeah. your exercise. I mean, really, exercise probably is the smallest part of it. I mean, your right. eating habits are important, but also important is sleep. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't realize what yes. your sleep can do yeah. and, like, the electronics in the bedroom, which, admittedly, John, I've gotten a little, little bit back back down on that slope, but really, I told Ryan yeah. last night, because he was shocked I didn't turn the TV on, which I did really, really well. The last couple weeks, vacation was kind of yeah. tough, but um, when you don't have the TV on and when your cell phone's not in the bedroom, it really does make a huge difference on your sleep. Um, and we even talked about walking, too, how yeah. just getting out and maybe Fresh taking an yeah, yeah. after-dinner walk or, um, you know, yeah. spending time outside. And not we're all so ingrained in our electronics yeah, all terrible. the time. Um, so those are big, big habits, too. Yeah, oh, my God, I know. But, <laughs> Netflix, but, you know, you have to, like, set a time for yourself. You do. And you do. I, you know, I started with John had me putting the cell phone out of the bedroom. I think it was two hours before I went to bed. Ish. Or maybe it was only an hour. I think it might have even only been an hour. But yeah. it sounds crazy, especially with kids. But yeah. as long as your kids are like in your house and safe, like yeah, you're good. I think you're good. You're good. Yeah. But um, you know, we would turn our ringers up high. God forbid there was an emergency, right? And just put it in the other room. Yeah. But not ringers on like notifications for Facebook or right. Right. like just text messages and phone calls. Yeah. I would turn off the thing. Yeah. God forbid I could probably hear right. it. And then um, really just putting it outside of the bedroom makes such yeah. a big difference on, mm -hmm. on sleep. Um, but we talked a little bit about, I know we're going to get into some programs that you guys yeah. are coming up with the Heart Association, but I did want to bring it a little bit back to the chamber and really yeah. maybe even your time at the ARC. We've talked, um, we, we've talked about this a lot really together, but getting involved in the community and having confidence and like having a mentor yeah. and finding your spot and how really that makes a difference in your professional health and your it's physical true. health, right? Yeah. Um, so talk a little bit, a little bit about young professionals and mm -hmm. like having the confidence. You and I talked, like I said, Pam's on our um, board for the chamber. Yep. So, and she's our membership chair of yep. our membership council. Can't forget that. Um, so the membership council really handles our business after hours, yep. our member benefits, talking about making sure that we're providing, you know, our members with the right tools yep. um, to be able to take advantage of. So one of the things that comes up a lot is attending these events, and then once you get there, well, what do you do, and why is it important, and why yeah. should I network, why should I go? So talk a little bit about how that has helped build your confidence in your career. Yeah, you know, I think that, so it's, it's
to do these new things from, you know, when I was at the ARC all the way through at Cassidy, not mm-hmm. only with my mentors there, but um, they also had a benefit that we worked with management folks who mm-hmm. I actually retained. Uh, Ro- 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 Ro-
in general, people are really pulling for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the other thing, too, that I feel like we, we tend to, a lot of things tend to come up is, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people. Oh, and that's huge. I yeah. think in, in business and in personal life and even with the young professionals, um, sure. And Sarah Foster talked about this a little bit, too, when yep. she was on. But oh, yeah, I remember that. You yep. know, you really just have to surround yourself with people who are positive and yes. want to have, have the same goals as yeah. you, right? And, and like-minded. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's where the beauty of joining some of these membership-based organizations, like the Chamber, is the sense that you are paying to be a part of an experience that everybody else that's there also paid to be a part of. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you're all there for the same reason. You know, whether it's being able to network, whether it's being able to volunteer, whether it's being able to, you know, move up in your career yeah. or just, you Promote know, your expand business. your horizons. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's there for the same reason. And so it's important to keep that in mind mm-hmm. that as you surround yourself with more people that are positive, that are go-getters, that are proud of this community, that are happy to be a part of the business community, whether it's mm-hmm. for-profit, non-profit, small business, big business, you know, whatever the case may be, at the end of the day, we're all here for the same reason. Mm-hmm. And the more you surround yourself with other young professionals and, and even more seasoned professionals, the more you're going to learn and the more you're going to gain that confidence to come out of yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe one day grow up with the chamber like I sort of have. Yeah, and yeah. So, you know, <laughs> really, we both you know, have because yeah, I was a board yeah, member right. before you're I worked right. here. Yeah. You were also a founding member of Catalyst. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, you'll, you'll have that confidence to pursue, you know, things that you, that you really want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do want to get into, we can, we'll probably end up coming back to the chamber a little bit and, sure. and think other things that you have going on, but, yeah. um, I don't want to lose track of the event that you have coming up yeah. with the Heart Association because this, I'm so excited to participate in this, <laughs> really. Um, so Pam has a really cool event coming up. I'll let her talk a little bit about it. We do have a video yeah. to show you guys too, and, or listen to too, if you're, if you're just listening, you'll be able to hear the audio. So. Yeah, you will be able to hear the audio and, and it is a really cool video. So, um, the, the, it's actually a, a full year-long campaign, and the event this November is actually going to be the launch for that full year-long campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, the event's on November 7th, and it's called Cycle Nation. Mm-hmm. So it is a indoor cycling event on stationary bikes, and I think Meg's got a couple of pictures here she can pull up for yeah. us, just so you can take a look. So this is a These are outdoor, of an outdoor event, which... We hope to be able to grow to potentially. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, you know, it could snow in June here, so we don't <laughs> really know what we'd be able to do weather-wise. But um, the whole idea is to grow this event. But the unique part about Cycle Nation is that the Heart Association is actually the American Heart Association and the American Stroke Association, mm-hmm. and that's not something that too many people are familiar with. So. People are always like, oh, well, a stroke, you know, it happens in your brain, you know, how does that all come together? And, you know, it's actually a part of that same vascular system. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about cardiovascular disease, this is something that happens, um, again, because of that same, that same function. So mm-hmm. your brain and your heart, they really work in tandem with each other. Um, your brain tells your heart what to do, and your heart pumps the blood and nutrients that your brain needs to function. So, you know, it's a really Yeah. 
Everybody's got anxiety or a panic attack. Yeah. There's never anything medically wrong. Right. No I, offense. I know there's a lot of very good doctors there out is, there. But. There is. And, yep. You know, fortunately, we have several very good doctors here. We have a phenomenal um, neurology department at Jason Dixon. We mm. have a great um, stroke center at MDHS. Mm. There's phenomenal resources even at Rome Hospital at Bassett. Mm -hmm. You know, we have great resources for our community, and we're really blessed to have that. Mm -hmm. The important thing to note, though, is that those organizations would not have some of the research that they have if it wasn't for the American Heart yeah, Association and, all those and, and yeah. the research that we've done. Mm -hmm. So a question we get asked a lot is, well, okay, so I donate to you or I support your event, like where does my money go? Mm -hmm. Well, that's exactly where your money goes. Mm -hmm. Your money went to save my life mm -hmm. after I had my daughter. Your money went to save Katie's life because mm -hmm. they figured out that she was having CIA, which mm -hmm. is a small yeah, stroke. Yep. Um, you know, the money goes towards the research that gets done mm -hmm. on a global level, on a national level, mm -hmm. to then come back here into our community to inform the doctors and medical professionals that are then caring for us mm -hmm. and that are saving our life. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it sounds so cheesy, but yeah. know, it's, it's working for the Heart Association, I'm literally saving lives. Mm -hmm. And so are all of my colleagues and all of the other people that work with us. And our volunteers are helping that process, mm -hmm. and our board members are helping that process, and and so forth. If mm -hmm. you're connected to the American Heart Association in any way, yeah, even if you walk, you're saving you know, a life. Yeah, you walk, exactly. you run. Yep, you're yep. a part of our heart run and walk. You know, um, you can be a part of our cycle. I know. We have to show the video too. Yeah, let's show that video. Yeah, we'll show you guys a video, and I think this kind of this encompasses everything that we have to do. It does. It's, it's cool. So you guys can listen in if you're listening. Cycle Nation Chicago, thank you all for being here with us today. Today is the inaugural Cycle Nation event here in Chicago. Which is the AHA's newest and most exciting initiative. When we saw the opportunity to be a sponsor for this event, um, we kind of jumped at the opportunity. I love that it promotes physical activity. The energy is so great here. I've seen a lot of passion. This year is kind of the first one, and it's just going to grow. We've got many, many stroke survivors out here. The work of the American Heart and American Stroke Association has a tangible impact in their lives. You know, this work saves lives.
so I think that's why it's important that it really affects everybody in another approachable way, right, to get involved in Absolutely. raising funds. And, you know, for those that want more information, um, everything, we have a ton of resources right at your fingertips at, you know, heart.org. It's that simple. It's mm -hmm. the American Heart Association website. You can drill down and get to the Mohawk Valley section, but on the main section, the heart.org section, there's all different types of topics that you can research from sleep to mm -hmm. eating well to, you know, the stroke prevention, you know, and, and it's amazing. The, mm -hmm. the statistics that are out there are amazing. 80% yeah. of strokes are preventable. Um, just through diet and exercise and living well. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate the Heart Association's brand new, I, w I don't want to say brand new, but I would say refreshed approach to living well and then mm -hmm. all encompassing. Yeah. Like from your stress management to your sleep to your health mm -hmm. to your fitness to your eating. You know, we have a whole month that's designated as Move More Month mm -hmm. where we want people to literally just get up and move, whether mm -hmm. that's standing at work. You know, we all hear the age-old saying of like, park further away or you yeah. sit there. No, really. We it want works. you to do that. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. not just telling you that because, you know, they tell us to. It actually yeah. works. And I mean, if you're not you're not going to see, like, the scale right. go for, you know, right. drastically. But, it's, it's again, it's not about the scale. It's about your health right. overall. And I think we get right. really focused on, you Absolutely. know, oh, five pounds, ten pounds, which is great. And it does yeah. make a difference. But it's really your mental, physical health. And yeah. And if you are at a gym and you are working with a trainer, you know, they can talk to you more about, you know, how this all works. When you're working out and you're moving and you're getting that fitness, um, whether it's cycling or you're on a treadmill or elliptical or you're doing group fitness classes, mm -hmm. we have amazing group fitness facilities here mm -hmm. in the area. And, you know, every time you move, it's a benefit to your body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you see me sitting here talking with my hands and, you know, yes, I'm Italian. It happens, <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, I'm moving. Like, it's a benefit I'm drinking my, my coffee. Body. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's better than whatever you're going to do. Coffee, whatever. 12 ounce curls, yeah. I mean, it's a curl, you know, yeah. but I mean, any little bit of movement really, really does help your mm. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, and I think that's what. The coolest thing I think with you in this role is that <laughs> this is kind of all full circle for you. 110%. And I think that that's mm -hmm. awesome. So yeah. I look forward to following your progress Thank and you. everything that you're doing. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap um, it up and just tell people again just where they can go to yeah, find out? Yeah, they can, you know, there's a lot of resources at heart.org. You know, we also, one thing that I do want to make sure that I touch on is um, the money that people donate and how they support us comes back here in the way more than just research. Mm -hmm. So um, just to put this in a little bit of perspective, it's been Duke in New York, mm -hmm. New York City, and Boston, Massachusetts. Wow. Those three cities, again, Utica, New York, and Boston, yeah. just to put that into perspective, have been fortunate enough to receive the budget to allow people to apply for community impact grants oh, on wow. a yearly basis. We're hoping to get that budget again so that mm -hmm. we can open up that process. We are hoping to have confirmation on that soon. Mm -hmm. um, go Utah. Yeah. We're on that list. That's but awesome. um, in 2019, you know, we actually awarded community impact grants to the Center for Family Life and Recovery, yep. okay. Parkway Center, the Boy Scouts of America, the, the House of Good Shepherd, and also the Root Farm. Um, oh, wow. That's so awesome. So those were all, those organizations were all recipients of the community impact grant. Mm -hmm. um, Valley School actually, Detroit Valley Middle, Middle School, through our National Kids Heart Challenge, mm -hmm. applied to a grant through the Heart Association on a national level and was actually awarded $3,000 for snowshoes and um, outdoor winter oh, equipment cool. yeah. to get the kids at Detroit Valley Middle, Middle School outside during the winter months. So That's awesome. Um, we, it, there's such an impact here in the community and, you know, part of our mission
Heart Run and Walk mm-hmm. because we were the first to g- reach a million dollars. Oh, cool. And I didn't know we that. we were also the very first Heart Run and Walk in the entire country right here in the beginning. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. So, right? That's awesome. I know. Yeah. She's over there like, yeah, man. <laughs> so we were the very first one. That's um, so cool. Here in, in Utica, New York. Yeah. And, um, it's, there's a lot of interesting history like that, but again, we're, we're more than happy to share with anybody that yeah. wants to know more. So a couple of great ways to get involved. Obviously, check out heart.org. Yep. Um, Cycle Nation coming up next year. Yeah. What's the great? Do you have the date of the? Yes, uh, November seventh okay. is Cycle Nation, and the Heart Run and Walk is going to be the first weekend in March. I okay. believe it's March sixth and seventh. Great. Um, but that that is going to be um, published. I know we'll issue a release about that as well. And hopefully, Catalyst will do Heartbreak Hill again. Yeah. yeah, we had a lot of fun. If you live on Heartbreak Hill, yeah, and <laughs> we want to get in touch with you. I do want to publicly challenge Catalyst. Oh, we definitely will. Well, I already told you I'm in. Well, yeah, you're in. I'm in. (laughs) Celebrity writer for us, and she's gonna ride on stage. Um, The whole event's broken up into four half-hour increments. I can give you all the details if you want to talk about it. Just let me know. But um, Megan's gonna be a celebrity writer for us, which we're really super excited about. It'll be a lot Um, of fun. I won't let you down, Pauline. (laughs) (laughs) I will have good form. (laughs) Yeah, and you can register your team, so you don't need to go through me. You can go right on the website and register at any time. And it's cyclenation.org forward slash Utica. Great. Well, thanks, Pam. Uh, I Thank really you. enjoyed this. Hopefully awesome. you guys enjoyed listening to Pam. Um, you can, of course, reach out to her, like you, like you said, through heart.org. Yes, uh, you can always see her at our chamber events. Yep. So you can email me, find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all that good stuff. Great. Instagram, I think. Yeah, yeah you're on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. We tagged you. I can't even keep up anymore, yeah. but yeah. Well, thanks for coming Thank in. You. Thank you. So this exciting awesome. having you. Um, and just to let you guys know, a couple of things coming up with the Chamber. Uh, we do have two ribbon cuttings coming up for a couple of Fridays. So this yep. Friday, we have Meeple's Mug House, which is a gaming cafe. Such a great name. Oh, I love Meeple's. that name. I love it. If you know Laura Power, she's really involved in our Wolf community. She yep. works for Strategic Financial, also involved in March of Dimes with me. She was the ambassador family for this year's uh, March of Dimes yeah, walk. Very cool. Um, so her and her husband, Matt, have opened up Meeple's Mug House in Little Falls, and it's on Main Street. It's a really awesome place. So we're going to be there this Friday, uh, August 9th. And then on Friday, August 23rd, we're going to be down by Bite Bakery. Ezra's Energy uh, is a great place oh, that's cool. open down there. So you can learn all about what she has going on. It's a crystal shop. Awesome. Yep, on August 23rd. Um, and then, of course, we have our Choo Choo Golf Tournament yes, coming do. up on August 16th. So we'll be out at that next Friday. We're going to try to bring you guys some footage and video um, video and photos yeah. of that afterwards. So, I'll stay out um, of those videos. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun <laughs> at that event. Um, so that's what we have coming up. Again, you can always find out everything going on at the Chamber on our Facebook page, uh, also on greaterutikachamber.org. We do have an Instagram as well, uh, Utica Chamber. So please make sure you follow us on all of our platforms. And you can, of course, always get episodes through our platforms and Disruption Network. Um, just to remind you, we're on audio with Apple and Google Podcasts. Just search Leveling Up with Megan McGrogan. Um, and then again, the whole shot on YouTube.com slash Disruption Network. That's always a tongue twister for me, <laughs> <laughs> the Disruption Network. It's like, a tongue twister. Yeah. YouTube.com slash Disruption Network. Uh, Facebook.com slash Disruption Network. Um, our website, again, greateruticachamber.org on disruptionnetwork.net. And then all of our live show platforms, which if you guys are watching or listening now, you know what those are. But you yeah. can always catch us live on Facebook. Uh, YouTube and Twitter. So we hope to see you guys again soon. Thanks for tuning in today. And thanks Thanks again, Pam. We'll see you soon. just bought your dream home and now it's time to move let's face it nobody likes to move all the packing unpacking lifting upstairs downstairs and broken everything including your back let the professionals at eja moving company take all the stress and pain out of your move competitively priced moving relocation services office moves and complete packing and unpacking services they work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516.
When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen Arome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my 9VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome or visit us online at 9VWofRome.com. Want to know what's going on at the D? Hit up DisruptionNetwork.net and check out our events calendar brought to you by the Events Co. Find out about upcoming guests, special events, concerts, show schedules, community activities, and more. Get connected at DisruptionNetwork.net.